welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and joining me today is Miss Melissa Pipkin. She is a volunteer coordinator with Hospice of West Tennessee. Melissa, how are you? I am good. How are good. you? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for coming in today. So we're going to be talking about the volunteer program that is part of the Hospice of West Tennessee Department. So before we do that, uh, I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. So tell me what your role is at uh, at hospice and then what you like to do when you're not at work. My role at hospice is to oversee the volunteer program. Okay. So I'm the volunteer coordinator and right now we have 18 active volunteers and so most of what I do is try to find placements for them where mm-hmm. they are needed and get them hooked up with some patients and families so cool. they can help out and they do a wonderful job. Yeah. I hear nothing. Working. I hear nothing but great things about the volunteers it, that it work is. with uh, hospice. So that's that's awesome. We got a really good group. Right oh yeah, now. for yeah. sure. My husband and I are. We don't have any kids at home, so we like to go fishing at Natchez Trace, and we have five dogs and four wheelers. Goals and a side by side. We have one dog, <laughs> and want to add a few more maybe at some point. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, well, the road we live on, people drop them off. Oh, I see. So there were, I think there were 53 dumps in the last three years. Good Lord. Yeah, we have wow. five of them. So. Wow. Well, cool. So um, how about you tell us a little bit about the volunteer program at Hospice of West Tennessee? Medicare says we have to have volunteers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just uh, something we do on the side. It's a part of the program, and Hospice was actually started by volunteers years oh, ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, the volunteers were a big part of the start of hospice. So what we do, we recruit volunteers, and we do that in many different ways, mostly by word of mouth Mm -hmm. and also by patients that we have taken care of in the past. Some of those patients' survivors want to give back after hospice has come into their life Mm -hmm. and they see what a great service it is, then then they want to be a part of that service for someone yeah, else. for sure. So they come in, we, we recruit them, we train them, we teach them how to be a good uh, listener, mm-hmm. uh, just a presence, really. And then we when, whenever we get patients and families in, in need that don't have enough manpower at home that could use a volunteer, we hook them up. Yeah. And so they do a great job. That's amazing. So the bulk of COVID is kind of behind us, uh, hopefully. Let me cross my fingers on that. COVID vaccinations were a very big thing, uh, and I, I assume kind of still are. So are volunteers required to be vaccinated for COVID? Yes, they are. Okay. Um, they are just like the employees. They go, they go through all the same things employees do. They have to get a COVID vaccine. They're offered flu vaccines, and most of them do take flu vaccines too. But even though they are COVID vaccinated, they still wear a mask when they go into patient homes. Okay. You know, we try to protect everybody we can. So sure. 
they have gobs of hand sanitizer and mm-hmm. masks, and we take all the precautions. Yeah, okay. So can volunteers provide medical care? No. That is one thing they cannot do. Um, they don't do any kind of hands-on care. Uh, they can make someone a sandwich mm-hmm. or give them something to drink, you know, things like that, um, put lotion on their hands. But as far as any medical care, like helping assist them to the restroom mm-hmm. or pulling them up in the bed or moving them physically, no, they're not able to do that because they're not trained medical folks. They're just great people in the community who want to help. Yeah, sure. That so, makes sense. Are volunteers screened before Hospice of West Tennessee uses them uh, out in patients' homes? Actually, they are. When someone uh, wants to be a volunteer, they are given an application, and a part of the application is a criminal background sheet. And once they fill out their information on that, send it over to Human Resources, Mm -hmm. and then... They do what they do with it and make sure there's been no kind of, yeah, sure. you know, criminal background. We don't want to send anybody with a, you know, a, a history out into someone's home. Sure, so, that makes sense. Yeah, they're checked very well. So are they trained caregivers? Um, They are. They're not trained caregivers, no. Some of them have never taken care of anybody. Mm-hmm. But that's really not what they're needed for in the volunteer program. Uh, and that's where a lot of people mistake what the volunteers do. They, when they ask for a volunteer, sometimes they think the volunteer is going to come in and replace the caregiver while the caregiver steps out for a few hours. Sure. But as I mentioned before, we can't do any medical care, and we're not allowed to give medications either. So we are truly not, not the caregiver. Mm-hmm. We are just a presence in the home to be sure the patient is safe okay until the caregiver returns in case you know if the house caught on fire or sure. anything like that or or the patient was confused and and you know tried to get up or do something they didn't need to be doing we're just there to make sure they're safe until the caregiver returns gotcha okay so are the volunteers compensated obviously the word volunteer typically you know, lends itself to meaning no, but is that the same case for here? The volunteers are not paid. They are strictly just, they just want to give back. Mm -hmm. They don't expect anything and we, we just never, they're not paid employees. So I I think at some different places in different States, they might reimburse volunteers for mileage and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But we just, we don't do that here. Okay. So what's the average age of a volunteer? Are they, you know, young adults or is it typically older folks? You know, actually, the majority of the 18 are retired people. Okay. Because I guess they have the time and they're, Makes sense. of course, empty nesters. And, sure. You know, they don't have a lot going on at home anymore like they did when they were working and their children were at home. Mm-hmm. But I do have some young people, though. I have... Maybe five young people okay. that are in their 20s. Uh-huh. We actually have a, a music therapist. Okay. And nice. we have a pet therapist. And we have a chaplain who just got ordained. Mm-hmm. And she's she's young and just very eager to get, get out and help everybody yeah. that she can help. So, sure. You know, we have those professional people, too, that, that are licensed in different things. Mm-hmm. And 
we utilized them for like yesterday the uh, music therapist and i went to charter Mm -hmm. assisted living okay did a group activity for those uh residents and they they had bongos and that's cool uh tambourines and uh, little bracelets with bells on yeah that's fun they had a good time yeah that's awesome so the volunteers do more than just you know just respite care right sure so are those volunteers mainly women or are men also involved i have both the majority of them are women but two of the men that i have do a lot of the volunteering they honestly they do a lot of it Mm -hmm. Um, one of the men is the pet therapist okay and he doesn't do respite for people in homes but he he takes his dog all around to the facilities, yeah. to the nursing homes, assisted livings, hospitals, and he just lets all the residents, not just our patients, but you know, if there's somebody in the hall that's reaching out to, to pet the dog, he's just that kind of guy. Yeah. He just brings joy to everybody. Who doesn't like petting dogs, too, yeah. so that's awesome. You, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but do all the volunteers do the same thing, or do some of them have different roles? No, they they have different roles. Some volunteers, believe it or not, they don't want to do direct patient contact type of situations. So instead of going to the home and doing respite or instead of uh, visiting people in the nursing facilities, they prefer to do things like um, mail outs, uh, phone calls. We have several bereavement volunteers who, Mm -hmm. who do mail outs and phone calls and tuck in calls and then some of our volunteers actually uh do activities in nursing homes yeah so but they they aren't with a certain patient family Mm -hmm. directly gotcha okay so do hospice of west Tennessee volunteers do anything out in the community with the uh, people receiving the care or uh, are they only in the homes in the hospice office um they do do things in the community actually our marketer, Sabrina, she mm-hmm. does a lot of health fairs. Okay. And so sometimes she needs the help of a volunteer when she's setting up a booth at yeah. a place and just talking to everyone in the community about hospice services and what we do. So, yeah, they do they do things like that in the community. And then also um, smaller things like uh, calling bingo at assisted livings or nursing homes that would be fun i feel like that would be a lot of fun it is fun sabrina has uh sabrina does that a lot too and sometimes when she can't do it she asks me to so i get to do it and it's really fun that's awesome that sounds cool so let's say i was interested in becoming a hospice volunteer who would i need to reach out to just to get that ball rolling um all you would have to do is call our office and anybody would direct you to me and i would give you an application either online or in person and sit down and talk with you about everything and if it's something you really thought you wanted to do then we just do the application and then the of course the background check and we do an employee health screening and a training Mm -hmm. it's a little process in the end it's well worth it because i'll tell you the patients and families we serve bless us way more than we bless them oh, i'm sure so what's the phone number people would call uh the phone number is 731-664-4220 and listeners that number is going to be in the description if you're looking for it 
Well, Melissa, this has been great. Uh, I've learned a ton about the hospice program and the volunteer program as well. And uh, I, I really appreciate you coming in today to talk about it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.